Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. This is Intimate Knowledge with Brooke Burke, Megan King, and sex and intimacy coach Leela DeVille. Shh. It's a show about sex. Hey, everybody. It's Brooke. Hi, and I'm Leela. Happy spring, everyone. I am so excited about today's guest. We have an amazing show for you. We've got Sheila Kelly joining us, S Factor founder, author, actress. She's a body whisperer. I can't wait for her to break down exactly what that means. And she's also got a really cool film on Netflix called Strip Down and Rise Up. I'm so excited to share everything that you're doing, Sheila, with our audience, because I think all women need a little dose of sexy and an understanding of movement. And I have so many things I want to ask you. Oh, so true, girl. Hi, it's so, it's an honor to be here. Thank you guys so much for, for having me. Um, And yes, every woman does need movement and she needs to tap into and connect to her erotic creature within her own body at least once in her lifetime to feel the full oh. Leela, she's speaking our language, isn't she? <laughs> I see. Sorry, speaking our language. If she says sexual creature, I'm like, <laughs> Leela and so I have talked awesome. a lot about this, just movement and the awakening <laughs> and personal inventory mm-hmm. and sort of going inward. And I mean, let, let's kind of, you know, break down the values of that for everyone, because I, I mean, I, I teach movement as well. And it's amazing for me to watch a woman who might be a little stuck or a little blocked or a little insecure or just not really tapped into, you know, the pelvic area and the hips and, you know, maybe uncomfortable in her own body space. So I love watching that transformation. So Sheila, tell us about the S factor. What is that? S factor is a movement designed for exclusively for the feminine and those who identify as feminine are not only our bodies, but our minds, our hearts and our souls. You know, we are feminine creatures living in a masculine world. And that is the revelation I had that 
basically saved my life because I didn't quite fit into the masculine world as well as all of my, my, my masculine counterparts did. Um, and so I tried to, you know, be on the track team and I tried to play basketball and as a kid and I tried, I tried every sport I possibly could to fit my body into it. I did weight training. I, I broke my body down on each and everything that was more masculine movement. And I did a film called Dancing at the Blue Iguana in 1999, between 98 and 99. And I found this movement called S-Factor. Um, it was a combination of having learned how to, the film was, a, uh, I had to play a stripper and I had to learn how to do this overtly erotic, sensual feminine movement, which I'd never done before. Mm. Um, so when the film wrapped and I stopped doing it, um, I had been so lit up by doing the movement and by learning who I was as an erotic being. And when I stopped during the film, it's like the light went out of my eyes and the light went out of my body and energy waned. And I was just struck by how, wow, simply doing this more circular, sensual movement lit me up so much from the inside out. I, I actually put a pole in my husband's office and within the next three months and I started doing it again and I started and I and I actually took that sensual erotic movement I added in some Pilates some yoga some kundalini yoga to create this movement technique that is indigenous to the shape of the feminine body Hmm. Can, yeah. can we back up just a bit? Because I'm, I'm curious, like as a younger woman, how did you step out of that space of discomfort and into your own body confidence to even not only learn that, but learn that on screen and take mm -hmm. on that role with such vulnerability? Like talk us through that process. That's a great question, Brooke. Um, well, I, so the film was called Dancing of the Blue Iguana. It was directed by that brilliant British director, Michael Radford, who had done Il Postino just a, a year earlier. So I was so excited about that. And we, it's an improvisational film. I had read a, written a script and we decided to take that script and we decided to improv some characters off of there, much like Mike Lee does in his uh, films. And if you know anything about improvisational film, it takes a while. So we were together for four to six months getting this film ready. And one of the first things we did is we rented theater space down on Santa Monica Boulevard. And there was Daryl Hannah, me, Jennifer Tilly, Charlotte Ayana, Sandra O, oh, Bob Wisdom, Earl Brown. And um, fun. it was a really crazy, amazing cast, but we had to be together for like four to six months to improv this film into, into life. And we went into a theater where we did most of our rehearsals and we set it up as a strip club. And the first day, Mike, the director, Mike Radford said, okay, you know, all the girls who are playing strippers, you know, get up and do your thing. And I stood up, I know I'm a young actress and I'm like, I I'm cute. I'm adorable. I'm, I'm, I'm married. I'm sexy. Got up, <laughs> and I got on the stage with Daryl and Sandra O. Oh, and the music started playing as if we're in a strip club because we're doing an improvisation. And all of a sudden I felt like I wanted to jump out of the skin of my body. I'm sure. <laughs> I was like bouncing from side to side thinking, oh, how are you sexy? How do you be sexy? How do you do sexy? Oh my God, you guys. And it was one of the most mortifying moments of my life. And I realized then and there, wow, I do not have a clue how to embody my own sexuality, my own eroticism for myself, let alone this character. So that's the, that was the first day of rehearsal. 
I spent the next four months in strip clubs all over Southern California, finding stripper mentors and um, just really learning the movement in my own body. How did my own body move into her sensuality move into her feminine curves and move into her eroticism and that was a life-changing experience but so so such a good question Brooke because that moment I remember it to that I remember it to an absolute T I had put on this silly little pink outfit with pink six six inch heels with fluffy feathers thinking that I was this sweet little pink sexy kitten and what revealed itself to me over the course of the um, docu of the improvisational period was that my erotic body, I had black vinyl chain link fence dresses. I had thigh <laughs> high black vinyl boots that laced up the back and she was a lot tougher and a lot more badass than me, my own erotic energy. Like looking sexy, but not feeling sexy and then learning how to connect those dots. Like that disconnection is like, that's what I think is so fascinating. How do you tap into that? You know, there's something so, so right. telling of that self-discovery when, you know, you face vulnerability and you're so uncomfortable and you perceive yourself as a certain way. And then oh when it, body language is just not, you know, in sync. Oh my God, that's exactly yeah. what happened to me. I thought, oh, I, you know, I get cast as sexy. I've been cast as sexy all my whole career. This should be easy for me. And it was just such a disconnect. My body was totally mm -hmm. unoccupied, unoccupied in yeah. a robotic way. Like I, all my life, all we hear, think about it, you guys, all we hear, all our lives is don't move that way. Don't dress that way. Don't be that way. You're asking for it. Don't, you know, and it's just like your body just closes in on itself, shuts down that part of yourself. And then you're only living in like 65% of your potential. Mm -hmm. So that's why I designed it. Totally. We're, we're in a world of absolute mixed messages. It's a land of mixed messages where we're kind of told, oh yeah, be sexual desirable because that's what you need to do. Like get ahead in the world and find a partner and get true happiness, but don't be too sexual because then, you know, this is what you, you've got, you, this is what you're asking for. This is what you're asking for. And you know what it is? Yeah. It is mixed messages. Some, some women are allowed to be overtly sexual um, and some women aren't. And usually the women that are allowed yeah. by our society to be overtly sexual, we, we shame them. We mm -hmm. shame them and we cast them as, you know, falloosies or God forbid, mm -hmm. awful other words that are thrown mm -hmm. around mm -hmm. to degrade the feminine. Yeah. It's a, it's a, yeah, I would Watching watching the, the film on Netflix, the, the documentary that you are a part of, was so phenomenal. I was in, in tears in so many different moments because, you know, having a group of women together in that way and allowing and giving permission for women and cheering them on to be in their sexuality because so often we're the ones that we enforce that being overly sexual, right? It's not necessarily men. It's like we are taking that upon ourselves to pull other women down when they're being too sexual too. So to be in that space with that many women cheering each other on and being each other's champion is mm -hmm. just so incredible, incredibly mm -hmm. powerful in itself. It was it's remarkable incredibly to watch. Rare, right? I mean, how unique rare. to be surrounded by those type of women. I don't think we get that 
freedom, um, that celebration. We just, we don't have that feminine community to Mm -hmm. allow that expression. I think that's really sad, but but I think what a unique experience for you. Had you already finished your studies in psychology and female neurology before you took on that role? Of teaching? Before you took on the role when you played that stripper, had you already finished your educational step? Well, no, I never finish. I will never finish. I'm right now, I'm in a course at Antioch University on trauma, and I've studied with Peter uh, Levine, who is the founder of um, Mm -hmm. Experiencing. I am a certified TRE certification facilitator. So Mm -hmm. I I study constantly because the the body, this is a, this is a, the body, I, I was a dance major at NYU. And so I studied tons about the body. Uh, I've always loved movement. I was a dancer when I was four. I was in a professional ballet company at at 16. Um, and I majored in dance at NYU and studied somatics and anatomy and shamanism and movement and Feldenkrais and just all kinds of movement. Mm-hmm. And the one thing that's always been left out of all the movement I had studied was sexuality and eroticism and it's like mm-hmm. I'm a vital part of all of us and we keep it it's like so ridiculous <laughs> to me that we keep it hidden kind of fundamental it, it's <laughs> even today though even now today yeah. women are terrified to come and take s factor classes for sure because mm-hmm. we can't get out of our of our yeah. own way there's the element of shame and insecurity and and I gotta tell you I even you know I was doing a, a little research and background on you and I had to look up what a TRE facilitator is. And so, you know, for, for our listeners, it's tension, stress, and trauma. I don't think women are even aware of how those things play a role in our body language and our movement and our sensuality and all of that. And, you know, there's so much value in taking some personal inventory and going inward. And I think women don't, A, because it's hard, it's scary, it's foreign. <laughs> It's much easier to just, mm-hmm. you know, keep rolling rather than tapping into, you know, the why, yeah. you know, and, and what's in our way. So I, I just, I, I think it's amazing. And I also think it's so beautiful when you talk about being a body whisperer and mm-hmm. can you just kind of open that up to our listeners as well? Yeah, that's great. Um, you know, body whisper came about <clears throat> from students. Um, I've been teaching for 20 years now and I've been, I, before COVID, I would do two retreats a year with a hundred women each. And I would do smaller events called Tradici with you know 16 women each. It was just me and 16 women for four days and deep, deep, beautiful, fun, sexy growth. And uh, one of the things you guys, um, the thing about the body is the body forms itself. The body forms itself into the environment that it lives and it comes, right? We come out this pure little baby, this very malleable, very flexible little thing. And as we get inculcated into a culture and a family and religion and government edicts, you know, our body will shape itself to fit in. What happens sometimes when you have been told so many times, no, don't, no, bad girl, bad girl, bad Mm -hmm. girl, or you have been what I call offended, which is, uh, I believe every woman, every feminine creature has had a first offense and subsequent offenses to her own body, meaning being treated differently than our masculine counterparts or being treated inappropriately. Um, and you know who hasn't made a comment about our bodies? 
let's put it so each of those comments even if they're not overt they're like microaggressions and they permeate the musculature of your body and the fascia and your body tenses every time you get an offense your body pulls in on itself the muscle tenses mm -hmm. and it forms the fascia into a shape that you no longer recognize as yourself and you are no longer free you are in an encaged musculature mm. and you can't breathe as mm -hmm. deep as you could when you were a baby you don't move as freely as you did when you were a little girl you don't feel as flexible or as lithe or as supple as you should be in your body the body should stay lithe and supple all your life until you leave this body and what happens to us is we just become more and more and more rigid and we get old and we mm. break. Jeez. You know what? It makes me think about yeah. um, watching young, not young women, but young girls, little girls move freely um, through rhythm, dance, you know, that expression that sometimes for, for certain people, it's uncomfortable to watch because maybe it's erotic movement. And I don't like to use that word when we're, you know, referring to, to young girls, but I see what you're saying, how that's when it starts to really affect yeah. their development because yeah. it's seen as Absolutely. inappropriate or too, too sensual. And it's, yeah. That's just what, that was the visual that I just had mm -hmm. as you were describing that. Um, if I could just weigh in there for one second, instead of saying erotic, given that it's like a six or seven year old girl, mm -hmm. say feminine. Just look the at the shift right there like as soon as you say that it suddenly is receivable yeah. so that's the challenge right with our with our language right our society you yeah. just took eroticism to femininity and suddenly we're like oh yes shouldn't all little girls grow up and be feminine and be in their divine right and be able to express that yeah right wow and i've learned this through Ding. 20 years getting some, you know getting her i've been i've been hated by the left i've been hated by the right i've been hated by everybody in between as well as loved by them as well but i gotta say you know bringing feminine sexuality into a place of freedom bringing the feminine body into a place of freedom. Forget the word sexual and erotic, right? Let's just say bringing the feminine body into freedom. Yes, please. <laughs> I were, you know, some dangerous criminal because it is, it is, it really does challenge the paradigm of the masculine culture in which we live. How can we possibly let women to be free, be free to express their bodies in the natural way the body is supposed to move, which is in circles, undulating, and what I call duality of movement, upper body, lower body moving and winding and grinding in a free, beautiful, celebratory way. Because we live through the masculine gaze, that is seen as inappropriate. But mm -hmm. here's the funny thing, I wanna mess your mind up a little bit more, you guys. Yeah. All men in our lives, all the masculine beings live in their masculine fully, 100%. And we pay hundreds of thousands of millions of dollars to athletes to live fully in their masculine. Mm -hmm. And what do we do to women who live fully in their feminine? We castigate them. Absolutely. You're so right. Yeah. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like ah. 
being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snag a Job is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. I know you've shared your philosophy on, you know, the world stage, Oprah, to, to the talk shows to, in so many different platforms, but... I was trying to imagine you being on the stage at TEDx, which is such a powerful platform, speaking about something um, to probably mostly men, something so provocative, like, like you are so brave to be able to do that. What was it like to be in that space talking about something so feminine and, you know, and, and, and sensual? Mm. Wow. That's, that was I gotta say, I did that talk in November, 2012. It was probably one of the pinnacles of my life at that moment to be on a stage in an academic forum, being able to speak the truth about the masculine and the feminine and how we, and the, and all of the, because we're not binary, we all know that we're, we're fluid, how the, the kaleidoscope of genderisms and the kaleidoscope of masculine feminine energy does and does not dance together. And how do we free, how do we free, how do we do a big jailbreak for the feminine energy in the world? That to me was, it was incredible. And I think the talk has like go for a million, million 200,000 views, which is great, but it also, it's incendiary. It, it, it provokes people because what I say, yeah. Saying to people, this masculine culture, in its attempt to protect the feminine and to protect girls and women, has shut us down. How do we protect girls and women? How do we teach girls and women to protect their own bodies? And how do we do it 
with the masculine without shutting the feminine down, but actually fanning the flame of the feminine so that we all are dancing in the greatest goddess energy that we could possibly conjure in our own bodies. So that's the, que- that's the question I left people with TED Talk. And it's still not answered. I was going to say, how do we do that? Yeah. I mean, how do we, how do we, you know, explore erotic truth and allow people to even receive that? Um, yeah. yeah. How do we do and that? And I know like a lot of people who would watch the, watch the, the um, documentary, sorry, they, you know, a lot of women would like disassociate right there and judge it right there. So how do we reach those women? Those women who even, who just by having that visual come into a, a freeze response or a fear response within their own body and how do, you know, how do we go from there? I love you guys. I hope you can answer this. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I mean, it, I've been doing it 20 years and I haven't <laughs> answered it totally yet. <laughs> and uh, how do we get the feminine to stop turning against the feminine? Because women are our harshest critics. Women are our harshest judge. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a real, it's That's a really paradigm weird. shift, you guys. It is a massive, it's like, it's like, it's like Teutonic plates moving. Mm-hmm. That's how, yeah. that's how big this change is. I didn't realize that when I first got started here. I was like, oh, I'm going to teach people how to pole dance and get sexy. And, <laughs> um, and man, as I uncovered stuff in my own body and as I reclaimed my own self to 100% potentiality of emotion mm. and movement and sexuality, and I started to help mm. other women, I saw that this is, a, this is a massive undertaking of recovery and reclamation. Yeah, reclamation is, is the key word, right? Because so often we connect our sexuality, like we, our sense of our sexuality is what it is in relationship to someone else. And there isn't that, um, you know, that ownership of sexuality and that the primary relationship is the one that you have with your sexuality, not in relationship to somebody else. Thousand and times. so I could see so clearly what you were what you were invoking in these women is that reclamation of an understanding of their own sexuality for them. Because I think when people think about pole dancing, they think about it being performative. And I think that is the the fear, or not the fear, but the um the risk is that people think that you're just doing it to be perceived as sexy rather right. than what is the felt experience in that moment and expressing expressing what is real and alive to that person because every woman when you saw every woman dance they were dancing their own sexy they were dancing their own sexual energy and it wasn't it didn't always look the same it was really whatever was authentic and i and i hope when people watch that that they see that you know it isn't about what it's what it looks like it's what it feels like and when someone is that in their body then of course it's going to be perceived as sexy, but it's more about their own experience than it is about what you're seeing. That's absolutely dead on. And that is the entire journey. S factor is a journey. It's a, and I often analogize mm-hmm. it to the journey of the Arthurian journey into finding the Holy Grail. Only each woman is going back to find her own body. Mm. and find her own erotic mm-hmm. expression and her own feminine expression. And you're absolutely right. And, and in the journey, um, there's, it's colorful. There are 10 iconic erotic body types. 
And there's Ooh, five. Okay. And all, yeah, there's 10 of them. And they're connected to an emotion, a core body emotion. And there's 10 light erotic creature energies and there's 10 dark erotic creature energies. And in this journey of self-discovery, it's so fun because you get to play in the field of all of these energies. So like there's the joyful playmate and the dangerous challenger, and there's the lustful lover and the ice queen, and there's the naughty provocateur and the deep soulful siren. And you have, (laughs) it's so sexy, you guys, it's so fun. You get to find music for each of these iconic energies and you get to find the way that they move in your body and how they're connected to your Mm -hmm. or not and it's all about you mm. and your sexuality and experiencing yeah. and knowing you mm-hmm. and then when you know you my god you become this beaming yeah. light universe sure. you just attract everything you attract i mean how yeah. how powerful is a woman in, in in full bloom in that space i i i would imagine like the beginning of the s factor journey is probably spent battling all of those stigmas that go along with pole dancing, you know, just getting getting out of your own way. Um, I have a question actually, because Leela and I have talked briefly about this too. Just the psychological, the, the, the psychology of a woman who chooses to um, make stripping a profession. And so I, I love what you said, Leela. I'm, I'm curious about being performative and, and staying in your body space. I mean, do you think that I guess that's kind of an unfair question because um, we can't, you know, categorize. But wh- wh- what do you think the mental space is, the mental place that most of these women are in? Do you think it's for their own personal, um, you know, body growth? Is that question to me or Leela? Um, to you either, either. Oh, okay. I- I'm I'm struggling finding I don't know. to ask the question. I'm fascinated by the psychology of the woman that has chosen that as a profession. And I think it's so interesting for that woman that's not in the performative state, that's in her own body freedom um, and finding joy in that. And I, I know there's all types of different women that choose this profession. Yeah. And I'm always interested. I, I, I would love to have some of those women on our show so that we could just unpack that and, and really talk about yeah. um, what's going on inside of them, mentally, physically, yeah. emotionally. I'm really interested in that. Because I've definitely met women who, uh, who are strippers um, I've even I've met you know sex workers who are making that decision from a really empowered place, um, but then I've also met the opposite. So, but Sheila might have more of an insight because she's um, she works in this place a little bit more. Yeah, I don't. I don't want, I don't dare to speak for professional strippers or sex workers. You know, and I think that I've have met the same. I've met extremely empowered women who have come from those um, have made that career choice. Mm-hmm. And then I've met women who mm-hmm. maybe feel stuck in that career choice. Mm-hmm. And um, but I will tell you that many of the um, women who were professional strippers are were have absolutely the same kind of empowered experience of owning their sexuality. There's nothing like owning your sexuality. Mm -hmm. There is nothing like it. I don't care what you think and say. I don't care how you judge. You can judge strippers harshly and and, and you can judge me harshly and you can judge anybody because you're scared of your sexuality. Mm -hmm. Oh my God, I can't touch my sexuality because the world told me not to. And we women who dare Mm -hmm. to step outside that box 
and actually own our sexuality and those that do it publicly, God, all the power to you. Yeah. And you know, I'm, you're, you're so right. What an unfair question because, oh my God, yeah. if we start to assume, um, what's going through, you know, the mind of another woman in, in every stage of her life. So I'm just so interested in that. I do have to tell you that I have so much love and respect for the women who taught me for the film, um, Simone and Devin. And I mean, they took me under their wing. They didn't have to do that. They were so lovely. And I've met some incredible women. I mean, women who, who have made that career choice and good for you. Mm -hmm. I'm shy to do that, but God, that's beautiful. And do you think it's easier in a season of a pandemic um, for women to do these classes and to learn via Zoom because it's not in person? Like, is that less pressure and easier for the process because this woman is in the privacy of her own home with you via Zoom? <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, yes, right? I Actually, I do. Yeah, yeah, in a way, sure. absolutely. <laughs> It is. I think it's a little more anonymous. It's a little more safe. In fact, I'm doing a, yeah. I'm offering a, an eight week journey. I'm taking on women on starting April 12th online. Um, mm-hmm. And it's going to be uh, me and whomever signs up and it's going to be um, kind of a foundational course about how does it, how do our listeners find that? You space? just go, go to my um, Instagram okay. and in my link tree, it's woman. Mm-hmm. It's called Woman Ignited, and uh, you guys are welcome to join it as well. It's thank you. It's a, it's a beautiful. I, love that. And it's, it's I would. Fire. I would love that as well. I mean, every opportunity that we have to learn, okay. you know, and to go deep down inside, and and you don't just reach a place where it's done. I think we have so many layers to uncover. Like even like with all the work that I've done, all the movement practice, and I'm sure Sheila would echo this too. That it's not done, and I hope women see that it's, it, whatever they're feeling right now they're feeling shut down if they're feeling scared by this that the it is a journey of uncovering it isn't you just miraculously are that already or that you come to a place where it's all all uncovered it is a process and you even in the in the film when you see the women you know they've they've done 13 weeks already of 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 the course and then enters the male gaze which is a really powerful moment because Mm -hmm you see that, okay, it's one thing to feel safe in your sexuality when you're in your own bedroom or with your own partner, but feeling safe to be seen in your sexuality in front of somebody else, in front of strangers, especially the male gaze, Mm. is a completely other thing. And so this is, you know, these are the layers that are uncovering. That was one of my favorite scenes. Yeah. And I I wanted to say, Sheila, that my husband has actually participated in S-Factor in that that that. level. He's come down. Yeah, he's um we're friends with Michael Michael Holt and Michael Pierce who are in the film. Oh yeah. He came down once. Where? <laughs> oh yeah, so he came to a retreat. Yeah, he came to a retreat and he was he um I think there was a bunch of men that came down for it and he was one of them and he oh. said it was such a powerful experience for him too, you know, that. and all the work that he's done around the feminine and the masculine and being in his healthy masculine and being in a room full of women who are was dancing around him was yeah it was a a phenomenal experience on all levels for him do you have many men that participate um we do not have a lot of men um we offer this to anyone who wants to get in touch with their feminine um and we don't have studios anymore thank you covid 
So um, not, a lot of, not a lot of cis men have signed up for class. I, I believe we have had some um, non-binary um, people come to class and I think we've had trans come to class and mm -hmm. but um, I don't think we've had a lot of, I, I taught Conan once. <laughs> That counts. Listen, <laughs> and you have you have Leela's husband. All that counts. <laughs> that counts. No, no, he didn't. He he didn't dance, so he didn't dance. He, he just held space. <laughs> you he know what? Space. That that matters. Yeah. yeah, and one of the things about yeah. S Factor, people, the film can be a little misconstruing. S Factor is really feminine movement. It's sensual feminine movement. The pole S is completely optional. So. The workshop I'm doing in April, May, there's no poll. Um, and so all the virtual stuff, it's just the movement. And that, I just want to let women know you don't have to have a poll because people are like, they'll come up with any and every excuse possible not to, not to find this part of themselves. <laughs> and I want to take all that away from them. I want them to know that this is, this is attainable. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Fear. And you know, this isn't just about sex. I, will, I love people to get this part as well, that, you know, this will definitely ripple into your sexual expression. But what, where else do you see this impact people's lives, Sheila? Oh, God. I mean, I became a better mom. I became mm -hmm. a better woman. Mm. I got more mm -hmm. work as an actress after S than before S. I, um, it, it just... It's really about lighting yourself back up. We, we yeah. douse the feminine flame. There's just no two ways around that. I mean, everything in this culture that we have created is, is based on masculine values, accumulation, logic, rationality, physical strength, physical dominance, mm -hmm. um, accumulate qu uh, quantity. Whereas the feminine is about quality and smells and tastes and touch and movement and pleasure and being embodied in this moment now. The feminine, as we know, mm -hmm. is all nature. It's everything that you can see, touch, smell, and taste. I wish everybody that's listening could see Sheila right now because I, I'm watching her on Zoom and even watching you describe that, she, you know, her body starts to move, your hands go up into your hair. Mm -hmm. It's so beautiful to watch the expression, the body language um, of the energy of those words. Like I, I, I literally am watching you do that. And it's almost like you said, it's, it's it, this light comes on. Do you think it's also the value of that personal, that inner connection and awareness, or maybe it's consciousness when you are connected with your body, when you go inward, you know, you said you, you worked more, you were a better mother, better, all of these things started to happen because you were kind of tapped into your, you know, your inner Shiva, your inner goddess, however you want to describe it. You know, I had no, let me tell you something. I had no clue that I was missing this part of myself. I was walking through my life thinking, this is it. And I always having a pining ache that there was something missing. Mm. Well, oh, maybe mm. kids, I'll have kids. Kids will fill up that ache. Nope. I'll have more of a career. I'll get more work. Oh, that will fill up this ache. Nope. I'll get a new house. I'll get a new car. I'll get a new man. I'll get a new this. I'll get a new that. And I was looking out here trying to fill up this empty void inside. This, this, this ache of like, oh, something, some, and then I did S and then I created this movement and then I did it and then I taught it. And all of a sudden that was gone. 
There was nothing missing anymore. It was all in here, you guys. And I often say to women, you know, you're gonna, if you wanna look for the amusement park of life out there, you're gonna give away all your energy mm -hmm. and all your power. But when you know that you are the greatest amusement park on the planet, ah. you are like it. <laughs> it's all yes. people, watch out because that's a truly empowered woman. Absolutely. You said that an embodied woman is an empowered woman, and I could not agree with that more. Yeah, you're, I, I, and I love that. I feel like the three of us are really tuned in with this journey of embodiment. Mm -hmm, for sure. And you brought up something that's, that needs to be, you know, we, we, we opened some questions here that haven't quite been answered, which is this fear. How do we help the women that are so frozen in fear mm -hmm. who can't come to a feminine movement practice? And by the way, S factor is not the only feminine movement practice. There's belly mm -hmm. dance, there's five rhythms, there's Koya, there's femme. There's lots of beautiful feminine movement practices, but women don't know that there is this deficit within. Mm -hmm. I agree. I agree. I teach rhythm and movement in my fitness philosophies, which is, I mean, really I teach mindfulness, but it's interesting to watch a woman will commit and will go all in and will show up for herself for a workout, sweat, nice. body sculpting. We're going to target tone. We're going to do some booty burn. I want new abs. So easy. Show up, sweat your ass off, all in. When it starts to get, and I'm going to use this word erotic a little bit because I'm comfortable with that word, but mm -hmm. hip openers, hip circles, pelvic tilts, um, little body adjustments, deeper breath, a deeper exhale. I... I see the resistance in the tension. And then on the other side of it, I see light and laughter and the energy of a little girl. Mm -hmm. I see a woman tap back into that lost sense of self, tears, like all kinds of magical things happen. And, and, I, and I'm, I'm speaking to them also about, you know, the hips, the drama, the trauma, what's stored. Shit, we don't even know that's going on inside our body until we release it. So, you know, it's so true what you said. You weren't even aware mm -hmm. that you were missing this beautiful blossoming <laughs> opportunity of your life until you found it. Like, that's what's so frustrating for yes. me as a woman and a mother of daughters like they don't even know what they don't know they don't even know what they're missing and then when you find it it's super emotional super sexy super, super powerful and freeing right oh my god it's so vulnerable yes, yes. and it's so beautiful and it's so beautiful it's so like what's the word the word is it's like you talked about mindfulness i actually think you teach what i teach which is bodyfulness Oh, I love that. Bodyfulness. Yeah. Ah. We teach bodyfulness. That and is the word. See, we don't even have a word for it. <laughs> we don't even have a word for what we're talking about. Well, there no. It is. Yeah, we do. It's, and, and that is what I teach. Bodyfulness. And your mind is brilliant and it's wonderful. But the problem is we have developed a culture and I'm going to keep harping on this because we have developed a culture that values the brain over the body. And mm -hmm. so the body is a servant to the mind, whereas it Absolutely. should be the other way around. The body should have the mind be its servant. Yes. The I mind should be agree. a servant to the body. The mind, we need to be saying, 
body, what do you want to do right now? So fear, what is fear? Fear is your body saying, please move forward cautiously, not stop, not freeze, not don't do Your it. mind is like, whoa, hold on. That is way too scary. Stop That's right funny. now. That's There's a really cheeky quote. Not, I mean, not cheeky, but it's, I've heard it so many times that your body is listening to everything that your mind says and believing it. Yep. So stop that, right? Absolutely. I call it mosquito snapping. And it's mosquito really, snapping? Yeah. And it's, a, it's, a, it's an actual physiological boundary uh, exercise where any time a negative thought, either internally or externally, comes at you, you actually grab the thought and snap it. Grab it, tap it, and it's a physiological way for us to defend ourselves without, you know, taking a gun and shooting the offense. It's really well, that's visual. I like that. Mos you said mosquito snapping. Yeah, it's, it's going to be. I'm going to elaborate more on it in the eight week course that's coming up called Woman Ignited. But um, it, it's just it's it's a technique I teach women to use because boundary building is a absolutely imperative thing and there's so many different layers of boundary building that i talk about personal boundaries i talk about skin boundaries i talk about mm -hmm. psychic boundaries emotional boundaries and so all of those um you've got to have impenetrable boundaries being in a feminine body are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. I 
I just wanted to touch on one more thing. I wanted to touch on another thing that I think would come up a lot for women when they're watching um, or even considering doing your course. It's just like the impact that, that it may have in a negative sense on their relationship or how their partner's going to view them when they participate in this. So I'm sure you've, you've come, I can see them in the documentary how often that comes up, that fear of the impact it's going to have. Do you mean when um, the Allison um, shared that her husband didn't want her to to promote it her her sensual movement habit on Instagram and that she chose to create an Instagram anyway and then they're getting divorced? Uh, yeah, there's that, and I just I can see in some of the other women and some of the things that they share they were like there was another woman she was a blonde woman who came in from Utah every Sunday yeah. and she, was, she didn't quite tell her partner what she was doing and she didn't, you know, she finally ended up doing a lap dance but she didn't like reveal that part to, to him for, for a long time and so I think a lot of women would fear for if they actually access this part of themselves, if they actually tapped into it, what it would mean for their relationship and that fear preventing them. Well, to me, I, tapping into this part of yourself is the greatest gift you could give your partner, period, because mm -hmm. it's not for them. But when you become more, more of yourself and when you reach more of your potential, it, it challenges and asks of your partner to reach more of their potential. And when you get, let me just put it to you this way, when you become bigger and brighter and shine more and radiate your feminine energy out there, their masculine energy is gonna need to meet that energy. Mm. Mm -hmm. And you're asking what happens when they don't wanna meet that energy. And that I've, heard, I've, I've seen all, in 21 years of teaching, I've seen all kinds of things happen. I've seen, I've seen love happen. I've seen renewed love happen. I, I'm in a 30 year relationship that we're like friggin' teenagers because of this practice, because I keep myself <laughs> delicious and flush and yummy. And he stays over there and keeps himself masculine and mm. energized in his way because mm -hmm. he wants to be my partner. It's intimidating for a lot of men and women. A powerful woman can be a little bit scary and you know, not everyone is ready to receive that. And I, I get what you're saying, Leela. I'm glad you asked that question because not every man is, is ready to meet that woman in full bloom with confidence and security. And you know, yeah. imagine the lessons um, there. You know, that's, that's incredible. Yeah. I mean, it's so nice when to I work with women, a 30 year marriage, your relationship, Sheila, like yeah. good for you. I love, yeah. I love to hear that. But I, it's, it's mm -hmm. not even, it, it is incredible because it's, you know, my, I am, I am the number one priority, this vessel, this life, this embodied life, because I know that I was the opposite. I was the bottom of the pyramid trying to fill everybody up with an empty glass. And now I'm the top of the pyramid filling everybody up with a full glass mm. of abundance in my own being. So you can either give from depletion and, and, and drained, or you can give from abundance and make yourself the priority. I make Richard and me the second biggest priority because I know that he, his and my love will fill our children. Mm. And our children will fill the world. And it cascades in a way that is so 
beautiful and it works. It's, it's been working and that's, you yeah, know, yeah. I'm my own Guinea pig and I use my path. I offer <laughs> the same path I took to other women. Honestly, I didn't, I, I raised my kids differently. I raised mm -hmm. my daughter differently, very mm -hmm. consciously, very bodied. And mm. this my son. What, a what a challenge. I mean, and, and you know, take yeah, note, I everyone, you know, Sheila said her relationship is number two priority. Um, and we could talk for hours about that philosophy. I, I think so similar to the way that Sheila does it. I know. She's talking our talk. Leela, I love it. I love totally. it. Totally. Um, yeah. And I think for women listening who, you know, that if their man isn't showing up for them in the way that they would like them to, or they're, they're wanting to attract a particular kind of man, then this is the work that you need to, mm -hmm. to dive into. A thousand times, a thousand times. Yes. And it's so funny because we value, we value this, this big old brain we carry around in our heads so much that we oh. want to, we want to go to, anybody that can teach our cognitive brain about how to live a better life. And we're so scared of our body, but mm -hmm. you want to live a better life, mm -hmm. get back in your body. Yeah. Well, totally. And people don't know totally. what's going on in their body. Um, I want to ask you also, if I may, because and by the way, everyone, Sheila is married to um, Richard Schiff. And I know you both had severe cases of COVID and oh. I thought it was, first of all, I want to know how you're doing now and if you're fully recovered, but I loved what you said about mm -hmm. the value of being tapped in or in tune with your own body, how it helped you through that physical challenge. So the value of all this isn't just go get sexier or better. It's like you're tapping into an inner like pool of knowledge. Like I believe that everything we have is within us. But so you said during your COVID, COVID experience, that body connection oh was a game God. changer. It, it, it's a singularly the thing that got me through the first of all thank you it was tough richard was in the mm. hospital i had to take him to the hospital and leave him there it was incredibly emotional and i was incredibly sick and went home and collapsed in the bed and couldn't get my head off the bed COVID is a monster that we don't yet understand i have not yet really seen the face of because this monster attacks you at your weakest spot my son, my husband, and I all had it. It attacked each of us differently. Mm. And then it fucks with you. It gets you better. And then it gets, throws you down and smashes you to the ground. And then you get better and it smashes you this way. So that said, the only thing I had to hold onto was the presence of my body, my nerve endings, my mm. self-touch exercising, my breath exercises, my movement, my arching and as factor circular movement. So there's this beautiful exercise called the inverted spine circle. The inverted spine circle, if you can, you can't see me because I guess I'm in a podcast, but I'm arching back. You arch your body, you open and close your lungs, full body, not like with just like open mm. closed. I mean, you're doing like this big full body open and closed. It expanded my capacity to breathe. Darling. For sure. I'm actually doing it right now too. You can yeah. feel everything opening up, breathing so deep that you stretch out your rib cage. Yeah. Your back opens up. I, I totally yeah. feel that. Whoa. Oh my gosh. It's so good. It's so good. And it just, it kept me, it keep, you know, self-touch, self-touch is something I teach. There are so many facets to self-touch. We use these <laughs> hands to, right, touch and cure and heal everybody, nurture everybody in our lives, our pets, our parents. And when do we actually put them on ourselves? Mm. When do we actually use our hands to feel our own presence, to touch our own sensuality, to soothe 
Mm-hmm. And that I used a lot. Mm-hmm. I had to have my hands on my body a lot during that period of time. It was, it was tough. Um, but embodiment isn't just, ooh, be sexy. Embodiment is aliveness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's aliveness. Yeah, that's how I see it, totally. Yeah. Uh, gosh, Leela, get home so we can take Sheila out and go dancing and do this course and go take an inspector <laughs> class and so just fun. evolve what we already believe in. I mean, I, Sheila, I love what you're doing. It's just so amazing. I love that it's available online. We can yes. do it. We can do it now. I want yeah. to get women all over the world and I want to just, you know, there, there are virtual classes online. There's teachers all over the world. There's the course I'm teaching coming up, which I'm super excited about. And, you know, it's, it's right there. It's a computer away. It's so, it's so accessible yeah. to tap yeah. in. Yeah. And I want to tell people like, try something by the way, you have zero to lose. You try it. You see what you respond to, yeah. see what happens. Yeah. Especially in a time where many of us are still at home and you can join these online classes and maybe you learn something. Yeah, definitely. Right? What a concept. Yeah. What if you I learned something know. that made you a better human being and changed your life? I, I mean, why that. not? <laughs> yeah, and learn something and experience something. It's an experience. Yeah. God, yeah. How, much, how much do we love experiences? You never lose them. No. Right. And Brooke, Brooke, your, um, your class sounds amazing too. Well, you know, I, I love it. I mean, I, I love being in service to other people and it has evolved. I mean, what started out as a fitness sort of movement for me in a fitness business is now about self-discovery, rhythm, breath, movement, and all of those sort of things. And I learn so much from which, you know, when I'm able to teach something, I receive it on such a deeper level, but I've learned so much just watching the bloom of a woman. Mm-hmm. And I have some men as well, not often. Um, I just really believe in like the release of, um, you know, the softness of muscles and understanding where we're tight and what we're holding on to. And I hadn't really thought about you know, physiologically what happens in the body when we're young women and, and little girls, but just taking time to breathe into places and spaces that feel foreign, feel tight, maybe don't feel good. I really encourage people sometimes to do things that don't feel good. And our society is like, well, why the hell would I want to do that? Well, because on the other side of that, mm-hmm. I think is a tremendous amount of freedom. So so many things you said, like oh. I, I, I'm taking notes, the body fullness, the mosquito snapping, <laughs> I mean, all this stuff is just so simple. By the way, let's just break it down. This is simple stuff. And I personally, and I think Lila would agree, we, we like to do things that are odd and different and scary. And I want to meet myself in fear. I don't get to do that very often. Oh, and no. then sometimes like, why do I keep doing this scary shit? <laughs> but you know, I, yeah. I feel alive. If you feel alive. And you know what? When they say you can't, that's when you must. Yes. You can't yes. And, must. and by the way, when, when your body says you can't, your mind will get you there. When your mind says you can't, I know for certain your body on those days will get you there. So it's like, I don't even like the word balance, but it's the yin and yang of that, that conflict, right? That battle. Totally. Yeah. What is your Instagram? Because I'm looking you up right now under Sheila Kelly. I'm not finding it. 
It's Sheila Kelly S. Sheila Kelly S. That's what I thought. So everybody go there. The online information is there. Um, what an amazing opportunity. I love seeing your celebration of love and life and, you know, seeing a woman in full bloom, a badass woman in full bloom. <laughs> yes, yes, please. <laughs> yes, please. More of it. More of it. <laughs> because when we all rise, we will become such a powerful world. We'll have a more balanced world with yin yang together and we will have masculine feminine rising together. Yes, I love that. Mm -hmm. I love it. And by the way, I'm looking at your most recent post and you are so powerful and sexy and beautiful and alive. And I just, I see it in your body, your language. I, I just, I'm celebrating you right now from Malibu. Oh, <laughs> I am. Right back at you. I'm going to back you. at you, you gorgeous creatures. I can't see Leela though, but I can see you. Leela, get <laughs> home. We, we need this. <laughs> April, I want to do. I want to do it online. I think yeah. is, if it works for my time going, I am definitely in. Absolutely, I would love it. I'd love to have yeah. you. It's so fun. You guys Thank are amazing. You so much. Thank you so much for joining us. Super valuable. Big love. Yeah. Love, love, and everybody, check out Strip Down and Rise Up. It's on Netflix. It's worth it. Um, and hopefully, you'll come back and chat with us again, Sheila. I would love it. Thank you. All right, sweetie. Thank you. Take Bye. care. Bye, you guys. It was fascinating to watch her come into life when she spoke and what she did with her hands and threw her head back and just yeah. the softness in her body. Um, so mm -hmm. interesting. And even though I couldn't see her, I could hear the tonality of her voice shift when she went there. And because I, I, I felt a little bit disconnected in the conversation because I'm only on audio, but... I could totally feel that coming through just in the tone of her voice. Yeah. And well, you know, I, I love yeah, these things I, that make us think. Definitely. Yeah. And that part, that part I want to, I want to emphasize a little bit about embodiment is like, you know, we, we commonly think about embodiment as all of, you know, all the sexy stuff and all, all, all the positive things But we are. And we, we mentioned it, but we are always embodied as well in the shutdown. Like you're, emanating that as well so yeah embodiment isn't just about like you you will store that and you will hold that and that's what people will read and receive and use when you shut down so it's kind of cool to think about it like that here here sister <clears throat> I, I mean i loved it it was it was very familiar to you and i but foreign to a lot of our listeners so we'd love to hear from yeah. you you guys you know you can email us at ik at iheartradio.com let us know what you mm -hmm. think. Let us know what you thought about Sheila Kelly. Check her out. Find us on the gram. Um, you know, we're constantly looking for fascinating, you know, thought-provoking, provocative ideas to bring to life. Nothing's really off limits here. And, you know, we're, we're committed to continuing to just sort of open up that dialogue and um, just find us. We, we want to know what you guys think. Yeah, we look forward to it. Can't wait till next time, Brooke. I know. See you soon, Lila. I hope get home so we can be mm -hmm. together. And if not, we can, uh, you know, stay connected right here at Intimate Knowledge. Bye, everybody. Bye. Subscribe to Intimate Knowledge on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. 
Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.